Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Bismillah walhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala Amma ba'd Qala rabbi shahli sadri wa yasirli amri Wahlul ubdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma zidna ilma All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Peace and salutations upon Muhammad ibn Abdullah Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi Peace and salutations upon his family, upon his friends And upon all those who try to emulate him until the end of time So alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah We have, we finished our first naqib of Islam And tonight inshallah we will be looking at the second one Al-Naqib al-Thani and goes as follows مَنْ جَعْلَ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ اللَّهِ وَسَائِقِ يَدْعُوهُمْ وَيَسْأَلُهُمُ الشَّفَاعَةِ وَيَتَوَكَّلُ عَلَيْهِمْ كَفَرَ إِجْمَاعًا مَنْ جَعْلَ بَيْنَهُ That whosoever makes between himself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a medium or a intermediate يَدْعُوهُمْ and he calls to him, he makes dua to him. وَيَسْأَلُهُمُ الشَّفَاعَةِ And he asks him for intercession. وَيَتَوَكَّلُ عَلَيْهِمْ And he puts his trust in كَفَرَ إِجْمَاعًا He has disbelieved. But what type? Or how does the ulama explain? They say إِجْمَاعًا يعني consensus of the ulama. So... Shaykh Sulaiman rahimahullahu ta'ala in the sharh, the explanation, he says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is close to his slaves. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبُ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانِ فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ This is ayah 186. So, right before I'm going to translate this ayah, just want to look at something else in the Quran. Right? And you will find that there's various verses, about plus minus over 10, around about 13 or 14 verses, where the Jews came to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and they would ask the Messenger of Allah various questions. For example, Right? They would ask him about menstruation. يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْمَحِيدِ Right? And they ask you about menstruation. يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْمَحِيدِ قُلْ هُوَ أَذَمْ فَاعْتَزِلُ النِّسَاءَ فِي الْمَحِيدِ And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam answered. وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الشَّهْرِ الْحَرَامِ And they ask you about sacred months. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam answers. يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ الْرُوحِ And they ask you about the soul. The Prophet ﷺ answers. 
But when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, now we see the, see the wording of the verse, it changes. So all those verses, Yas'alunaka, Yas'alunaka, Yas'alunaka. Kun, say, O Muhammad, and he says, or he answers. But when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, see how the verse changes. وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ See the difference? يَسَلُونَكَ And when they ask you, but here, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِ And when my slave asks you, عَنِّي About me, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبِ Then say that I am close to him. يعني in my knowledge. Right? So we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is فَوْقَ سَبَعَ سَمَاوَاتِ that Allah Azza wa Jal, He is above the heavens and the earth. Right? In various places in the Quran and various ahadith that indicates to this. Ujibu da'wata da'i idha da'ani fal li. Right? And I answer the call of the caller when he calls me. So when you call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ Then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He answers you. وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي And that you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لَعَلَّهُمْ So that you يَرْشَدُونَ So that you be rightly guided, guided to that part. So this verse right, teaches us and shows us that when you call to unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you make dua, you call unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. There's no intermediate. There's no need, right, as we will see a bit later, to have someone between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And this verse, right? هذه الآية تقطع على شرك. Right? That this verse, يعني it cuts out shirk. And we discussed last week in last week's lesson, we discussed the definition of shirk, different types of shirk, different examples of shirk, etc. Because فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ قَرِيبٌ for indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is close to you in his knowledge. فَلَا يَحْتَاجْ And there's no need. إِلَى وَسَائِقٍ There's no need for an intermediary. There's no need for an intermediary in order for you to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gives to his slaves when they ask him. Or he might delay it for a particular reason. And this is in the infinite wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this verse also, it indicates that the dua, the supplication, it is ibadah. And that the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not in need of any intermediary to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the believer, 
He takes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-wasila Bitawheedillahi Wa ta'atillahi ta'ala That he Gains or he seeks A means to approach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala With tawheed With proclaiming the oneness And the wahdaniyya Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and through the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kama qala Allah ta'ala as how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu oh you who believe ittaqullah be God conscious wabtahu ilayhi alwasila وَجَاهِدُوا فِي سَبِيلِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Suratul Al-Ma'idah Verse number 35 Oh you who believe right? Be God conscious وَبْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِيلَةِ And seek a means to approach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَجَاهِدُوا فِي سَبِيلِهِ and strive in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُمْ So that you will be successful يعني be successful in this dunya and in the year after Now this verse right? يَا يَوَلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يَا يَوَلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَبْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِلَةِ The Deviant Groups they use this verse and they say, see that wasila is permissible. Right? They use this verse. When they explain tawassul through the awliya, through the dead, through another means to get to Allah, then this is one of the verses. But now as we know and that we've learned in the past, that when you need to look at a verse, well, where do you go to? Go to the Sunnah and you go to the books of Tafsir. So let us see. Imam At-Tabri rahimahullahu ta'ala under the verse وَبْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِيلَةِ He says وَطْلُبُوا Right? That you seek closeness قُرْبَ يعني closeness إِلَيْهِ to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala بِالْعَمَلِ with your actions. It does not say here that it means that you must go to a grave or you must go to a person and have an intermediary. He says through your actions. This is what this word means. Bima And that which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your adhkar, your fasting, your giving sadaqah, anything that's good. Al-amal, mashru' an action that is permissible, that is rewarded for, that you found in the Quran and you found in the Sunnah. This is all going to bring you closer to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qatada, he said, وَبْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِيلَةِ اَيْ تَقَرَّبُوا إِلَيْهِ بِطَاعَتِهِ That to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, through his obedience. وَالْعَمَلْ بِمَا and actions which is pleasing to Allah Azza wa Jal. 
Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala after he explained the meaning of this verse he says وَهَذَا الَّذِي قَالَهُ هَؤُلَاءِ الْأَئِمَّةِ لَا خِلَافِي بَيْنَ الْمُفَسِّرِينَ He says in this explanation that the Mufassirun gave, that the ulama gave, there is no difference of opinion amongst the Mufassirun, the scholars of Tafsir. Meaning that gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you reach Allah through your amal, through your deeds, that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's understood? Alhamdulillah. فَهَذِهِ الْوَسِيلَةِ And this wasila, right, this reaching to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is in no need of an intermediary. But we get gain closeness to Allah بِالتَّوْحِيدِ Through our tawheed, through knowing who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is and how we worship Allah. The Prophet said, Allah Ta'ala, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has explained to us with regards to ibadah. And explained to us what this word wasila means. A clear explanation and an explanation that is not dubious. Meaning, this explanation is so clear there is no need to interpret it in certain ways that are not found in the Sharia. Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله قال سأبو هريرة he says that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he says in a hadith قدسي that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Whomsoever declares war, that whomsoever declares war against a slave of mine, he has declared war against me. And whomsoever of my slaves, whomsoever as my slaves gains closeness, right, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from he gains closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through fara'id, through doing those actions that offer. And then after this, the slave gets closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by doing nawafil. So here we understand through this hadith, and Shaykh Sulaiman rahimahullah ta'ala, he brings this hadith to teach us a lesson, to show us an important lesson that this hadith teaches us. That you first glint your closeness to Allah Azza wa Jal through what? Through your fara'id. Right? You can't gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You say, oh, mashallah, wake up for tajud, but you don't wake up for fajr. You don't make fajr salah. You want to fast on a Monday and Thursday, but when it comes in the month of Ramadan, then you don't fast. These things are far. So you first need to do far to gain closeness to Allah. Once you have fulfilled your fara'id, now you can go to your nawafil. And the author, he brings this to show us that, I'm not the author, but rather Sheikh Sulaiman, 
the explanation, the Sheikh that gives explanation of this text, he brings this hadith to prove how to gain closeness to Allah Azza wa Jal. And then he says it is not permissible for any person or from the creation to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by using an intermediary. But rather this is shirk akbar. And let us look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what he says. He says, فَعْبُدِ اللَّهَ مُخْلِصًا لَهُ الدِّينَ فَعْبُدِ اللَّهَ Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely. Right? أَلَا لِلَّهِ الدِّينُ الْخَالِسِ and know that for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ad-deenul khalis. And those who take min dunihi other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala awliya. Right? They take other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protectors. Ma na'buduhum. We worship illa. And they say that we worship him except لِيُقَرِّبُنَا To gain closeness to Allah إِلَى اللَّهِ زُلْفَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ Indeed Allah يَحْكُمُ بَيْنَهُمْ He judges between فِيمَا هُمْ فِيهِ يَخْتَلِفُونَ In that which they differed on. إِنَّ اللَّهَ Indeed Allah لَا يَهْدِي مَنْ هُوَ كَاذِبٌ كَفَّارٌ And know that Allah he does not guide a person or a nation or a people who lies and they disbelieve. So this verse is showing us first of all that Allah is commanding us He's commanding us with sincere Tawheed. You can't say you are Tawheed but if you worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala أَلَا لِلَّهِ الدِّينُ الْخَالِسِ And know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not accept anything except the deen, except the religion, الْخَالِسْ لَهُمْ Which is sincerely for him. What does Allah say in Surah Al-Imran? إِنَّ الدِّينَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Islam. That the deen by Allah azza wa jal is what? The deen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Islam. وَالَّذِينَ اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِهِ أَوْلِيَاءِ And those who take from other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protectors. And this is all. كُلُّ الَّذِينَ اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِهِ أَوْلِيَاءِ That whosoever takes anything other than Allah as a protector. Right? يَقُولُونَ They say مَا نَعْبُدُهُمْ لِذَوَاتِهِمْ وَإِنَّمَا نَعْبُدُهُمْ they say that we don't worship them in the essence, but we worship them so that we can gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they will intercede for us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they are a medium for us, by an intermediary for us, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَحْكُمُ That indeed Allah, He judges بَيْنَهُمْ between them. فِيمَا هُمْ فِيهِ يَخْتَلِفُونَ In that which they differ. إِنَّ اللَّهَ Indeed Allah, لَا يَهْدِي He does not guide 
Man huwa kadibun kafar. He does not guide a people that belies and they disbelieve. So here Allah explains that whosoever worships other than Allah, who subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَيَحْتَاجُ بِأَنَّهُ لَا يَعْبُدُهُمْ وَإِنَّمَا يَتَقَرَّبْ إِلَيْهِمْ لِيُقَرِّبُوهُ أَنَّهُ كَاذِبْ فِي دَعْوَاهِ فَهُوَ عَابِدْ لَهُمْ كَفَّارًا سِيرَةٌ مُبَارَةٌ So yeah, Allah clarifies and he makes it clear in this verse. They say that we're not worshipping this idol. We're not worshipping the saint. We're not worshipping the inhabitant of the grave. We are only doing this to gain closeness to Allah. But what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? That this is a lie. And then Allah says, this is a great lie. They've disbelieved and they lied. And this is the argument that you find today. Right? You find this argument today. That no man, we worship, we believe in Allah. But we're just using him to gain closeness. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa na'udhu billah. And this, the explanation, Shaykh Sulaiman, he says that this is, yani, hiya to shaitan. This is the trickery of shaitan. You must remember, shaitan is never going to come to the slave of Allah straight up. Correct? He's <coughs> going to come with, yes, exactly. <coughs> Right? You walking straight, he's gonna come with you from the side, he's going to try to interfere with you and mislead you. And Shaitan he knows that the Muslims they fear Shaitan. Shaitan knows this. Right? Shaitan's been around long, long ago. He knows that the Muslims believe is to believe in Allah Azza wa Jalla. So what does he need to do? He needs to come with diversions. He needs to come with trickery. And this is exactly what he does to certain people. And then he comes to you and he says, you know that you are a slave, but you sin. You are a slave, but you are not worthy of asking Allah directly so what must you do he says that go to this grave ask this person they were pious they were the friends of Allah they will help you and this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and those who worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ma la yadurruhum وَلَا يَنْفَعُهُمْ Right? That will not have any harm to them, no any benefit. وَيَقُولُونَ And they say, هَاُولَا That they are those شُفَعَاؤُنَا عِنْدَ اللَّهِ That they are those who they intercede for us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قُلْ سَيْ أَأُنَبِّئُونَ اللَّهَ That Allah is informed بِمَا لَا يَعْلَمُ That which knows not في السماوات ولا في الأرض which is in the heavens and not in the earth سبحانه glory be to him وتعالى عما يشركون right that those who they make shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what's in the heavens and the earth and we don't know. We don't know the unseen. These people, these awliya, they cannot benefit you in any way and nor can they harm you in any way. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimallahu ta'ala with regards to this matter he says man ja'ala al-malaika that whosoever makes the angels or takes the angels wal-anbiya and the prophets wa-wasa'it yad'uhum takes them as an intermediary and calls to them wa-tawakkalu alayhim and he puts his trust in them wa-yas'aluhum and asks them to give Manafi' to give benefit, and to repel evil and wrongs and hardships. And for example, he says, and you ask them, that they forgive your sins, and they guide and to guide your hearts, and to free you from hardships, take you out of hardships. That this person has become a disbeliever by the consensus of the Muslims. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, And they said, That our Lord, that the most merciful, has taken walada, has taken a son, subhanahu, glory be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bal ibadum mukramun. Right? Bal ibadun, but rather our slaves. Right? Mukramun. La yas. لا يسبقونه بالقول وهم بأمره يعملون يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يشفعون إلا لمن ارتضى وهم من خشيته مشفقون So again this verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says that they try to say that Allah is a son ونعوذ بالله But rather this is the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, mukramun, that we have honored. And, wala yashfa'una, and they will not be able to intercede, illa limanir tawah, except that which Allah has given them permission to do. Right, so the next part, the Sheikh says, wa yada'uhum, ayyataqarrab ilayhim bidu'ah. You gain closeness to these intermediaries through dua. And instead of saying, Ya Allah, what do they say? Ya Sayyidi Fulan. What dua? Ibadah. And we know that dua, we know that supplications is ibadah. Correct? Right? What did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? The Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ad dua huwa ibadah. وفي رواية الدعاء مخ العبادة The dua it is عبادة Dua is the essence of عبادة And this is why it is important that you need to know How Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم Made dua to Allah subhanahu 
وتعالى فمن جعله لغير الله فقد أشرك and whosoever makes for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an intermediary فقد أشرك as disbelieved Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمُ دَعُونِي أَسْتَجِبَ لَكُمْ and say وَقَالَ and he said رَبُّكُمْ أُدَعُونِي that my Lord recalled to him أَسْتَجِبَ لَكُمْ he will answer you إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ and really those who are proud right عَنْ عِبَادَتِي from my slaves سَيَدْخُلُونَ جَهَنَّمَ دَاخِلِينَ that they will enter into Jahannam humiliated so these people, they do not want to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They want to make dua to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What's going to happen to them? Sayyadukhuluna jahannam. That they will enter jahannam. Dakhirin. Humiliated. Right, and like we mentioned, the Prophet said that dua is worship. And this hadith is found in Abu Dawood, is found in Tirmidhi ibn Majah. وَصَحَّوا جَمَاعًا مِنْ أُلَمَاء مِنْهُمْ أَلْبَانِي رَحْمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And the group of the ulamas made this hadith authentic and of them is Shaykh Albani رَحْمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَيَسْأَلُهُمُ الشَّفَاعَةِ As the author Muhammad ibn Abu Wahab he says وَيَسْأَلُهُمْ and they ask for them intercession and Shafa'ah. This is a position of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the owner of Shafa'ah. He is the owner of intercession. And he grants intercession to his slaves from whom he chooses. He honors the slaves, certain slaves with intercession. وَلَا تَنْفَعُ الشَّفَاعَةِ And shafa'ah will be there to anyone, will benefit anyone, إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ Except by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, كُلِّ اللَّهِ الشَّفَاعَةُ جَمِيعًا And to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala belongs all of the shafa'ah. فَلَيْسَ لِأَحَدٍ مِنْهَا شَيْءٍ And no one else shares in this with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except that Allah gives permission to those certain people that can intercede. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَلَا يَمْلِكُ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِنْ دُونِهِ الشَّفَاعَةَ إِلَّا مَنْ شَهِدَ بِالْحَقِّ وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ and those whom they invoke instead of him, they have no power of intercession, except those who bear witness to the truth and that they know. So who has power to intercession? This is Allah Azza wa Jal. And if he gives this power to certain of his slaves. Right, so Allah says, وَلَا يَمْلِكُ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِي يعني المشركون قد دعوا الملائكة that the مشركون they made dua they called unto the ملائكة وقد and some of them or few of them also or other than them دعوا الأنبياء that they called the أنبياء some of them they worshipped 
They made dua to the statues. Some of them, they made dua and they called to the sun. Some of them, they called and they made dua to the comma. But Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, وَلَا يَمْلِكُ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِهِ So, the malaika, they have no possession, they have nothing to do with the kingdom. Nor the anbiya, nor the awliya, nor any creation. They don't have the means to assist you in any way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَنْفَعُ الشَّفَاعَةِ إِنْدَهُ إِلَّا لِمَنْ أَذِنَ لَهُ And none will be able to give shafa'ah except that Allah gives permission. يَوْمَئِذِنْ And the day, لَا تَنْفَعُ الشَّفَاعَةِ That shafa'ah won't benefit إِلَّا مَنْ أَذِنَ لَهُ رَحْمَانِ Except who Allah gives permission. The most merciful gives permission to them. وَرَضِيَ لَهُ قَوْلًا And he is whose words is happy. So who gains Shafa'ah? The only person that gains Shafa'ah, the only people that gain Shafa'ah, is the Muwahid, the one that believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Mushrik, right, the one that makes shirk with Allah, you will never get Shafa'ah. Let us look at this hadith. The hadith reads as follows An Abi Huraira radiyallahu anhu qala. That Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu qala. He said, Ya Rasulallah, O Messenger of Allah, Man as'ad in nas bi shafa'atik yawm al qiyamah. Who is the luckiest person to gain your shafa'ah, your intercession on the day of qiyamah? Faqala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, he said, لَقَدْ ظَنَنْتُ يَا أَبَا هُرَيْرَةِ أَلَّا يَسْأَلْنِي عَنْ هَذَا الْحَدِيثِ أَحَدِ أَوَّلْ مِنْكَ He says that indeed, I was thinking, O oh Abu Hurairah, that no one asked me about this hadith right before you. لَمَّا رَأَيْتُ مِنْ حِرْسِكْ عَلَى الْحَدِيثِ and the Prophet, listen to what he says to Abu Hurairah. He says, Oh Abu Hurairah, you, you have a lot of hirs. You have a lot of determination, يعني. you have a lot of honor, you have a lot of thoughts for a hadith. Meaning, you always want to know a hadith. Right? So then the Prophet says that the luckiest of people that will gain his intercession on the day of Qiyamah is the person who says, La ilaha illallah. None has a right to be worshipped. Khalisan min qalbi. Right? From the bottom of his heart, O nafsi, or from yourself, Rawahul Bukhari. And then the Shaykh, he explains and he says, that Abu Huraira radiallahu an was always determined to learn a hadith. And this is why Abu Huraira had the most hadith. Memorized. Because he was always wanting to know Muhadir of Rasulullah. He was always eager. And this is why the enemies of Islam, if they want to attack Hadith, then who's the first Sahaba that they have a problem with? Is Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu. Right? Whether, they, whether it's the Shia 
whether it's the Ahlul Quran, the people that only follow Quran and they reject the Hadith, whether it's the Mu'atazila, basically all the deviants that has a problem with Hadith, what do they do? They find fault with Abu Hurairah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with it. And this is why many of the ulama, they have written volumes on the life of Abu Hurairah and how he narrated Hadith from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said that each Nabi has a dua that is mustajaba, that is accepted. And he says that indeed I kept my dua for the intercession of my ummah on the day of so the Prophet وسلم, he kept his dua and he will ask Allah. And there's a lengthy hadith in the Sahih of Imam Muslim. Where the Prophet وسلم, is in front of the Arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm paraphrasing the hadith. In front of the Arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this hadith basically starts off that people, they're going to go to various prophets. And they're going to ask them for help. And each of these prophets, they are going to say, nafsi, nafsi. And there's another narration that explains, for example, they're going to go to Nabi Isa. Nabi Isa is going to say, I'm not even worried about my mother. Mm. They're going to go to Nabi Musa. Nabi Musa will say, I'm worried about myself because Musa. Remember, as Allah says in Surah Tukasas, that a man came to complain to Nabi Musa or if there was some fight, what did Nabi Musa do? He punched him. The man passed away. They go to Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah. He's also going to say that I maybe did this or that. And every prophet it's going to speak, stay for themselves. And when they come to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what does he say? He says, Ummati, Ummati. He says, Ma Umma, Ma Umma. And the hadith says that he goes into sujood in front of Allah Azza wa And he says that I praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with such praises that I don't know what I'm actually going to say. But on that day Allah will put in me that I praise him. And then what does Allah say? Irfa ra'asat ya Muhammad. He says, lift up your head, O Muhammad, is'al, and ask what you want. And then he will ask for the shafa' of his ummah. This is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And yet you find people that, they take his words for granted. Yet you find people that do not want to follow his ways. Yet you find people that, they utter words that, it's only but a sunnah. Asman it's a sunnah. But who was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And you guys are studying the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You're learning his life. Who's better life to learn? In the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is going to ask for shafa'ah of his ummah on the day of Qiyamah. And then the author, he says, وَيَتَوَكَّلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ And they put their trust 
إليم. رايت؟ إي بوتي تراست يعني توكل إني. So now we need to look at and understand what is tawakkul. Right, so what does the dictionary say? هو الاعتماد على الغير في أمر ما. It is reliance in something في أمر ما in any matter. So it is a reliance in something else with regards to any matter. مع إظهار العجز and shows you your helplessness. So what is tawakkul in the Sharia? This is what we want to know. It is to be truthful. It is a truthful reliance. Right? اعتماد القلب على الله it is a reliance from the heart upon Allah سبحانه وتعالى في استجلاب المنافع from a phase right from benefit a phase that will benefit والدفع المضار and to ward off forms of evil مع فعل الأسباب with فعل with doing and making and taking أسباب the means and توكل can come in two instances or two things right that توكل which is in the heart and the توكل which is attached to your limbs As for the tawakkul with regards to the heart, it is reliance of the heart upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where something will benefit you or to repel hardship. As for the body parts, asbab, it is the taking of the means which is allowed for us in the sharia, whether it's big or small, To rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with our hearts and to take the shari'i means for us. So let us look at two examples. Someone who wants shoulder. So what does he need to do in order to have shoulder? He needs to be married. And then he does what married people do. He can't just sit there and say, oh, I want children. But he doesn't go look for a wife. He doesn't make nikah. Doesn't consummate the marriage. But he wants children. Or someone, he goes, right? He goes to the marketplace. And he wants to buy and sell. Right? So he needs to go. He needs to have money. He needs to go and he needs to buy and sell. He can't just sit at home and say, I want to become rich. But he don't do anything. Right? So he needs to make an effort. And this brings me to the next point. That tawakkul is not neglecting the means. 
but rather that is tawakul. So what happens? Some people, they don't want to take the means. They say they will put our trust in Allah. But he doesn't want to go out to work. He doesn't want to lock his house. He doesn't want to put burglar bars. Now I put my trust in Allah. That's foolishness. That's not tawakul. That's tawakul. It's a difference. Right? Tawakul is you need to take the means. Oh Allah, I put my trust in you, but I must go work also. Oh Allah, I put my trust in you, protect my house, I'm going to lock the door. Oh Allah, I'm sick. You are the one that cures me. You the one that cure. I make rukia accept you, but I'm going to the doctor as well. Right? Can't you say, oh Allah, help me, I don't do anything. Oh Allah, I want to get 100% for the exam, but you don't study. You're going to fail. Or just scrape through. I want to become a doctor, but I don't. I never go to university. I'm accepted at UCT, but I bunk for six years. How are you going to become a doctor? You're not. So that's why you must know that there's means in this dunya. And we must have tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like how the Prophet explained to us. And he says, لَوْ أَنَّكُمْ تَوَكَّلْتُمْ عَلَى اللَّهِ حَقِّ التَّوَكُّلْ لَرُزِقْتُمْ كَمَا يُرْزَقُ الطَّيْرِ تَغْدُوا خِطْوَاصًا وَتَرْوُحْ بِطَانًا You want to know what is tawakkul? You want to know what is the true essence of tawakkul, the Prophet says? Then look at the bird. What does the bird do in the morning? He leaves his nest empty belly. And he comes back with a full belly. He puts his trust in Allah. He leaves his house. And he goes, finds it. And he goes off to find his food. Right? He goes off to find his risk. Human beings that have aqal, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a brain. What do we do? We don't want to do this. We don't want to gain Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, go out and work. Just want to sit here. Look at the situation we are in now. You find certain groups, certain people, the conspiracies, believing conspiracy theories. They say now that if you stay at home, you do social distancing, you wear your mask, you have no tawakkul in Allah. You have tawakkul in Allah and we have tawakkul in Allah. Because Allah says you must take the means as well. Shaykh bin Baz, ta'ala, he was asked about vaccines. And what does the Shaykh say? He says that you can take it. And they said, yeah, but what if it's before? He says you can still take it to prevent. And then what proof does the Shaykh use? You know the hadith of the Ajwa dates? What does the hadith of the Ajwa date say? And then, for what? But what, what's the key word there? Prevent, no. Prevent. It doesn't say that when you see. It says before you get sick. So, 
You still put in your trust in Allah, but you take in a means, correct? So like that in society today, massages are following certain rules, they are taking means to prevent. But yes, if Allah gives sickness, we know that Allah gives sickness. If Allah gives cure, Allah gives cure. No doctor, no medical fraternity. This is all means. But if Allah wants you to be cured, you will be cured. If Allah wants you to pass away from that sickness, you will be pass away from that sickness. Allah wants you to cross the road and get knocked, you will get crossed. Cross the road and get knocked. This is the system of Allah. But we put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't put our trust in our shop and our job. We don't put our trust in pious people. We don't put our trust in ta'weeth, in amulets. Don't put our trust in these soothsayers, in these magicians. We put our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the author, right? So now let's just recap. Remember the author, he says, يَدْعُوهُمْ calling them وَيَتَّخِذُهُمْ شَفَاعًا and take them as an intermediary وَيَتَوَكَّلُوا عَلَيْهِمْ him and we put our reliance on them. So here, Sheikh Sulaiman says, I'm going to bring a fa'idah. It will bring an extra point of benefit. That taking an intermediary with regards to the creation is two types. That which is permissible in the Sharia and that which is not permissible in the Sharia. So let's look at first that which is not permissible in the Sharia. فَهُوَ تَقَرُّبْ إِلَيْهِمْ لِيُقَرِّبُوا هَذَا شِرْكَ that you take them to gain closeness to Allah Azza wa this is shirk. The one that is permissible in the Sharia, you have an intermediary between the slave and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لِمَعْرِفَتِ to know Allah Azza wa And the best example to use is that of Jibreel, Balagadin, that he came and he gave the deen to to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And where did Jibreel get this deen from? He got the deen from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or you get the deen from the students of knowledge. You get the deen from the ulama of this ummah. They are there as an intermediary, but this intermediary is allowed. They are there to gain closeness to Allah in that way. They are there to teach you how to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this brings us to the end of the second naqid of Islam. Inshallah next week we will carry on bi-iznillahi ta'ala.